Hey, thank you, and welcome to the very first What Does the Book Say with uh, Ken and Jason. I'm uh, Ken. And I am Jason. Just wanted to let our listeners know out there is is that we have been wanting to do this podcast, uh, Ken and I, for a very long time. And the reason is, is that we wanted, first and foremost, to honor the Lord We feel anything that we do, whether it's this podcast that you're listening to or anything outside in your daily lives, the foundation has to be the Lord. What do you think about that, Ken? Oh, absolutely. Uh, As it says in uh, 1 Corinthians 3.10 and 3.11, and I'm paraphrasing because you have to handle the word of God very... um, very meticulously. You can't add to the scripture, nor can you subtract from the scripture. First uh, Corinthians uh, 3, 10, 11 says, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation that um, you got to be careful of, and that foundation is Jesus Christ. And as Jason is saying, that has to be the first and foremost in your life. Without Christ, we're nothing. And when you study the book, and you start to look for into it, and God's opening up to you, you have to know a few things. One is who wrote it? Who is it being written to? Where does it fall on the timeline? Is it before the cross or after the cross? What is the content? What is the context? And if you can do that, and you can do it pretty regularly, and you practice that, the Holy Spirit will open up the book to you. Right, Jason? Absolutely. Um, I have found that there is a major difference between church doctrine and the Word of God. Just as Ken was saying about how we have to be very careful and meticulous how we handle the Word of God. And some scripture to back that up is in Galatians chapter 1, verse 6. I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ onto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and that would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven, and when it's saying angel from heaven, it's talking about Satan, preach any other gospel onto you, than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so I now say again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ." For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. And what that's saying is, is the difference between church doctrine and the word of God. And the church doctrine, I've been going to church for a very long time. And I can see the difference between church doctrine and the word of God. And the church doctrine is, is that, the minister telling me that I need to be baptized to have God's love. I need to confess my sins and that he will absolve me of my sins. 
And that right there is church doctrine, and that is not what the Word of God does. What do you think about that, Ken? Oh, absolutely. Because if you keep going in Ephesians, and you look at uh, Ephesians 4, uh, 15, uh, Paul writes that we henceforth are no more children tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine, that uh, with crafty uh, wind, words of doctrine and people lie in wait to twist words of God to turn it into man-made doctrine so they can confuse you, so they can manipulate you. Um, Paul's very, how do I say, he's very studious when it comes to doctrine and men tricking people uh because if you also go in ephesians and you just go right across the the book to uh, chapter five or six he says let no man deceive you with vain words for because of these things cometh the wrath of god upon the children of disobedience who is the children of disobedience it's people who are twisting god's word into phrases into uh strings of sentences like oh how about um Mary is the Virgin Mary, and she's the mother of God, and she has all these powers. So if you pray to her, guess what? You'll be healed. It's not in the book. Uh, if you um, find yourself that you are you sin, go to some creepy guy in a closed cabinet. You open up the thing, and you say, Father, I have sinned. Uh, forgive me. And he says, oh, you know, guess what? Just say a few Father may I's and Father hell may I's, and you know you're going to be forgiven. No. Christ died for us, he shed his blood, and he rose on the third day. And in that, which is the gospel, we're saved. We don't have to do anything else except for have faith in that. What do you think, Jason? Absolutely. And this is exactly what comes to another point that we're trying to uh, teach people, is about false teachers and their teaching. Their true teacher is the Holy Spirit. He leads us to the understanding to what he wants us to learn. You know, and, and again, um, I've fallen uh, prey to these so-called teachers, and I'm just amazed compared to what they preached compared to what the Word of God is. And what I mean by that is is it's they want it's you to do the yeah, it, it is night and day, and it's it's the works. And I would like to um, back that up with some scripture um, for our listeners, because I know that there's listeners out there that are listening to this right now, and you know when they go to church and they they hear these things, and it's just they they get beat up on, because I've been beat up a lot over the years by different preachers and ministers and I always you know for I always thought that wow they know everything because you know they're the minister and I'm just a layman just listening and when I but uh, Jason I want to make a point you were there in church trying to find spiritual meat you were there in church to find a root to where you can present your an olive branch, per se, to the Lord. And the people that are behind the pulpit, or the man behind the pulpit, or the woman behind the pulpit, we go to them thinking, wow, they have all these 
doctorates behind their names and they're they're all these PhDs and they're doctors in this field and they studied 15 years and Jason Lang found out that for all that studying and for all that stuff they are so spiritually blinded by man-made doctrine that I don't think they would know what the word of God was if it swam up and bit them in the butt. Oh, absolutely, Ken. I completely agree with you because I fell into that trap. You know, my minister says, Jason, you need to be baptized. And at the time, and I, I, and I asked the minister, I says, why do I need to be baptized? And he said to me that so that you are confirming yourself to God. So I, I went ahead and did that. But after reading scripturally, that's not even the, you know, that that's not even the case. And I would like to share that with our listeners. Um, it's in Ephesians chapter two, verse five, even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ by grace you are saved for by grace you are saved through faith and not of yourselves so that there's nothing that we can physically do to be saved because it is a gift of God oh yeah it's God's free gift and there's so many pieces of scripture and then later podcasts Jason and I will show you that it is God's free gift that he did the work and that's why it's important to know where it fits on the timeline. Like I said, who wrote it? Who is it being written to? Whom is it addressing? What is the content and what is the context? Is it before the cross or after the cross? Because it's big. And just to show you how big it is, just a little deviation or tributary is the Jews before the cross, John the Baptist, the 12 apostles, all of them believed in who he was. He was the Messiah. That's why they called him Jesus Christ. Christ meant Messiah. He was the chosen one, the anointed son of God. And if you, you know, everybody knows that uh, the Lord's prayer and afterwards you had the Holy Spirit screaming from heaven, not screaming, but saying from this day, my son, and I'm proud of him. And like I said, I'm paraphrasing. But after the cross, Christians, which that's what we are, we believe what he did for us. You can't sit there and say, well, we believe in his name. No, his name was presented to the children of Israel. They rejected that name. He turned to the Gentiles, and we believe what he did. Once again, the Jews murdered him. We believe he died for us. You can't mix the two. And people do that, and that's why Paul writes their craftiness, their traditions, and it comes upon the people of disobedience. Because, like Jason said, you don't have to do anything except for believe. Because it says in Colossians, and I believe that it's like chapter 2, verse 13, 14, and 15, that he blotted out the handwriting ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, which is baptism. Uh, what is it? Feast days, Jason, the Sabbath, all of the law. Exactly. He nailed it to his cross. Therefore, if he nailed it to his cross... Let no man judge you in eat, drink, or holy day, or Sabbath. And what Paul is saying is, let no man judge you based on the law. You, you know, if you want to talk about baptism, baptism means placed into. What? You're placed into water, and what are you going to do with it? Like Jason said, he had to be baptized. 
Why do you have to be baptized? The word baptism is placed into. The Jews were placed into a position of authority spiritually over the world. They rejected that. That, that, that offer is still to the Jews. It's never been passed to anybody else. Exactly. And one of the things also is, is that your minister or your pastor that tries to get you to be baptized. And one of the things is, is that where baptism came from was, is to, when you were baptized, you became a priest. And that was a Jewish custom that had nothing to do with us Christians and one of the that's one of the things is is that Ken and I want our listeners to do is is to read it for themselves. Don't take our word for it. This is not our opinion. This is what the book says. Exactly. We don't want anybody out there to go, well, this is what Ken and Jason says. No, we want you to say, what does the book say? Wow, the book says this. The book says that. And that goes into one of our last points as far as false teachers. That's why Jason was talking about ministers tell you you have to be baptized. Or this person says you have to, you know, there's, I've read somewhere that in California alone, that there's 1,214 different forms of Christianity. Wow. Because each one says, well, the day you have to be baptized on the third Tuesday of the full moon. And when it's in center grade during the summer equinox. I mean, they have so many traditions, and that's why Paul writes, don't be slicked by those people. They, they're lying in wait to deceive. And, and they're going to be judged harshly. Absolutely. And, you know, just so our listeners know, who Paul is, is he is our apostle that God chose to be our apostle to the Gentiles. And I know that you're probably thinking right now that, well, when I went to uh, church or when I went to mass, I was always told that the, um, the 12 apostles were my apostles. That is not true whatsoever. No, well, and Jason's right. They're not. And when we have more podcasts, we will go ahead and show you that that's why if you're going to write to us or you want to debate us, you have to do it by the book. Don't tell me church doctrine. My church says, you know, my church is First Baptist Church of St. Peter. I'm not going to debate you based on your quote unquote church doctrine. I want you to find in the book what you think the piece of scripture is. And Jason and I will respond to it based on what that scripture is. I'm not going to you know, sit there and, you know, my priest says that, you know, Mary was the virgin and she has power and she can raise the dead. It's not in the book. And I'm not going to, if it's not in the book, then I run from it and I won't address it. Either will Jason. Absolutely. That is absolutely 100% correct. Yeah, we will not debate you um, based upon what your priest says, your minister says, um, your, your family member says, this is strictly what does the book say? And that's exactly what we are trying to do is, is to get people to read it for themselves. Not See, to collect dust. You know, I mean, so many people we've talked to, oh, my Bible is there just to prop up the table. 
or I only open it uh, during uh, when I go to church and we have a Sunday Bible study. No, if you're going to watch TV for a half hour, or you're going to go play with your kids for a half hour, or if you're going to go do something for a half hour, you have a 15 minutes, a half hour to open up the book and thank God by reading his word because through his death, prayer, and resurrection, we're saved. We have eternal life and our sins are forgiven based on that gospel. And that's what we're judged by. If you look in Romans 2.16, it says, In the day that God shall judge the secrets of man by Jesus Christ, it's according to Paul's gospel. And that's just a fact. And going back to what Jason and I were talking about, all these different faiths and all these different doctrines. If you look in Ephesians and you look at Ephesians four and it's starting at verse oh, between three and going down to verse eight it says there is one body one spirit one calling one hope one lord one faith one baptism and that's the baptism power of the holy spirit placing you once again baptism means placed into the body of christ i don't care you know just think about this if a holy man, supposedly a holy man, like Jason said, a guy behind the pulpit, and we'll just say he has no faith, but he's doing it as a job because he can collect $200,000 a year, and he baptizes you, but there's no faith behind it, is the baptism valid? No. Even if there's faith behind it, is the baptism valid? No. We are not a nation of priests. We are a nation of faith, a body of faith. And that's what Jason and I believe, that there is one faith, one baptism, and that's the baptizing power of the Holy Spirit placing you into the body of Christ. And once again, we're going to have a podcast on baptism. We're going to have a podcast on who was the first Christians. We're going to have a, bot t uh, a podcast that shows Peter wasn't the rock. We're going to have a baptism. We're going to have a podcast that shows that the 12 stayed in Jerusalem and Peter told a quote-unquote Gentile he can't even go there. We're going to have another podcast that shows that Christ only talked to two Gentiles. He did not go around the world and he had his ministry touch every single person. Right, Jason? Absolutely. And that's one of the things, you know, to our listeners is, is that this is not our opinion. We're not trying to sway you or beguile you, or lead you in any direction. The only thing that we are trying to do is, is open people's minds and their hearts to the Lord by opening the book and reading it for themselves. And again, don't take our word for it. Read it for yourselves. Don't take anybody's word for it. No. This is your salvation, this free gift of everlasting life and redemption of your present past and future sins. Exactly. It's all up to you. It, you know, it's like the parable that Christ said. I forget what scripture, what, what place it is, but he was telling the people that they could have a herd of sheep and they could all fall off a cliff, but there'd be one that's crying, save me, save me. God hears that one that says, save me, save me. And how do you do that? You read the book, you drop on your knees and you say, God, I'm a sinner. I know that you paid for my sins. 
I want to have that life through you, by you, and I want you to have my, I want you to be my foundation. Help me. And I tell you, he will. I mean, he'll downright do it. He went to hell and got your soul back. You can at least read his word, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, and amen to that. I mean, and it's so imperative that you open up the book and you search for yourself. You know, like Jason said, I mean, I remember going to church as a kid and you have the man behind the pulpit tell me, oh, you know what? Noah's Ark. God told us two by two. And, you know, the Ark had two elephants and it had a male and a female. You know, me and Jason not too long ago started reading that. And even right now, the book opens itself up to us. And that's not what it says. And I want you to guys look for yourself. Go into Genesis. And it's right where the flood is. It's usually between chapter 6 and 7. And read it. Read it for yourselves. And I guarantee you, once you read it, you're going to go, hmm, two by two? It's sevens. And exactly. we're not joking. It's sevens. It's two of every unclean beast. Seven of every clean beast. It's seven of the fowl. Elephants. Are elephants clean? Or are they unclean? Bible doesn't say that. So if they're not in the unclean cloved hoof, they have to be clean beasts. So guess what? It has to be a seven. And that's why we want you to, because the book is wonderful. I mean, it really is a wonderful book. And the more you read it, the more God opens it up. And the more he opens up, the more you want to read it. Because it says that once you do, he, that you, once you become into the body of Christ, you're a new creature. And by the way, that's the, the rebirth. You know, you have these birther people out there that sit there and say, oh, you got to be born again. That's your basically born again. The Holy Spirit does it. You don't feel it. No water can sprinkle on your head to do it. You know, once again, going back to holy water, never saw it in a book. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to prove that no man no matter what PhD he has under his name, cannot bless water and turn it into holy water. Because if that's the case, then you could bless an enchilada. You could bless soup. And that's what we do when we eat, right? We bless it before it goes into our body. So is it any effect less than holy water? Think about that. Yeah, and I would like, absolutely. You know, and one of the other things I'd like our listeners to really think about and, you know, just mull this over. How many ministers or pastors or evangelists or priests ever said to you that you are saved by faith and grace alone and not by works, but it was a free gift from God? And you don't I can, to come to this place you want to, and you don't have to if you don't want If you want to stay at home and you want, this is the last time you ever hear this, and you accept Christ as the death, burial, and resurrection, and he paid for your sins, and he rose on the third day in power and glory. And by the way, our gospel is 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. It, that's it. He could go home, and long as he's not a striker, and he has that faith, He's inducted into heaven. He doesn't have to go to church. And by the way, the ch church is actually ecclesia, and it means gathering. Because the basic Christian church that we're all familiar with wasn't a steeple. 
It wasn't any graven image that you see. Because once again, we can prove by scripture that if you bend down and you pray to the Virgin Mary, it's a no-no. Um, and it's a big no-no. Uh, that he has a better chance of getting higher into the body than a priest who bends down and worships the Virgin Mary. You know, Jason? Absolutely. And again, in in the Bible, there's nothing in there that gives these priests the ability to absolve you of your sins. Your sins were absolved because of the finished workings of the cross. And that's what this whole podcast and what Ken and I are trying to do is, is for you to open up the book, read it for yourselves, and actually see the and grace of it. God. And pray on it. Pray, pray to God. Like, like when Paul was speaking in Laodicea, and you have Lydia come up, and it says where Paul spoke, the Lord opened her heart to what Paul was saying, and she was saved. Why was she saved? She wasn't saved from works. It didn't say that she, you know, she kept the Ten Commandments and she followed all the Judea law and she was saved. No, it says that she heard what Paul said and she was saved. Well, isn't that contrary to what the Catholics, the Baptists, the Lutherans, the Presbyterians, the the Episcopalians, and all the other twelve hundred normed, you know? geocentric thinkers out there as far as religions wise because religion is a dirty word there's only been one religion that god has ever sanctioned and it's judaism and yet again we will prove that in later podcasts but before we end there's a couple of things that we need to thank we want to thank the lord we want to thank you guys for listening we want to thank each other we want to thank uh anchor here for putting this and hosting us and we also want to thank a guy named les feldick if it wasn't for him and his teachings and him actually doing what we're saying, crack the book open. He is, he is through a, a ministry called Through the Bible with Les Feldrick. Take our word for it. If you got 30 minutes a day and you don't want to listen to Jason and I, crack open one of his little lectures. and I, He will shake your foundations because he also just wants you to read exactly what the book says. Right, Absolutely. And um, you'll be glad that you did because I know that I was. Um, I have learned a lot um, from that and it strengthened, you know, my foundation. Um, and going back to church, what Jason and I said, and he was thinking his foundation. Right now, Christ is with us. Right now, the Holy Spirit is leading us. Right now, the Holy Spirit led you to click onto this podcast. The Holy Spirit once you listen, hey, Jason and I don't want money. I don't want to live in a fancy auto, a big house and have a fancy automobile. I'm happy with what I got. I am blessed that I can do this. If you want to contribute and you want to make a donation so we can reach out, that's fine. But I guarantee you, and I swear on everything that we have, any money that we erase from this will not be used for personal salaries. It, everything will be blotted and jotted and will show on our website exactly where everything goes everything is going to be just for setting up podcasts reaching more people uh, we would love to have people's help if you guys know how to get us 
you know, further out there, drop us a line and help us if you find us useful. If you don't find us useful, thank you for listening and God bless you anyway. But uh, we're not here to do anything other than to spread the word of God. Absolutely. That, that is 100% correct. And that's all that we, we are trying to do is, is to honor the Lord. Because I'm telling you that if you take God, if you do that, you know, and once again, we'll have another piece of podcast that says what the un, the unforgivable sin is. And it's not committing suicide. It's actually taking God's word, twisting it, using it in a way that you can manipulate others into doing what you want. And you're stealing their spiritual time. You're stealing your money. That's a one-way ticket to the lake of fire. And as you're going deeper and deeper, you're going to pass Satan because he goes, at least I'm Satan. I know what you did. You're going to go down a little bit further than me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what, and that's, we, we, we don't want your money. Um, we're doing this freely because the gospel is give yes, out of love and the gospel was given to us freely. You're not supposed to have to pay for it. There's no price of admission or anything like that. And if you want to reach out to us, um, our email address is WDPBS2018. And what that is at yahoo.com. And basically what that is, it's just what does the book say 2018 at yahoo.com. And we appreciate any feedback. And if you have any questions, Ken and I will get back to you. Oh, absolutely. And we will get back to you as quick as we can. We will. We will try to answer all questions based on scripture. Once again, I'm not going to debate, nor is Jason going to debate for you to sit there and say, well, my church doctrine says that Jesus was an angel and he wasn't the son of uh, he wasn't God. And, you know, you're going to burn in hell. I'm not going to play that game. I'm not in here to make a, um, you know, a peeing contest. This is not that this is salvation. This is serious. And I'm not going to, nor is it Jason, this podcast is not going to be a platform to for hate. We'll just delete it. We'll block you. This is for people who really want to know the fundamentals about Christianity, how God saved them. What does the book say? Period. That's in the story. Exactly. So we want to appreciate you. Thanks for listening. We are going to uh, sign off now with a prayer. We're going to say, Lord, uh, thank you for everything that you do for us. We pray in your name, Father, that uh, you give comfort, joy, understanding to us all. Please open up the book, um, your great word to us, in the manner in which you want us to learn. Heal us, watch our every step, heal our every step, and just thank you for everything in which you provide. We pray in your glorious name. Amen. Amen.